0: Welcome to the Darkened Doorway podcast, your doorway to everything dark, crimey and weird. Hi Darklings and welcome back to the Darkened Doorway. Welcome,
1: welcome.
0: <laughs> so we're carrying on with our kind of spoopy, spoopy Halloweeny stuff today. Mm-hmm.
1: How's your day been? You know, spooky. No, I've actually started, um, I-, I am stuck on the idea of why ghosts wear white. Like I'm... You know, I really <laughs> want to know if that's a thing or not because all of them in all of the stories are wearing white or a white ghost sheet. I've got one that I'll mm. actually talk about later. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, did you know there's a show called Ghosts? Um, it's a UK show, and they all don't wear white. They all wear what they died oh. in. It's also the best version. Do not watch the USA version of Ghosts. It is terrible. It's like as bad a knockoff as The Office when the Americans did The Office instead of the British one. Guys, (laughs) guys, my my friends, get some new ideas. (laughs) Don't just steal the UK TV's ideas because you're not doing it well. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Like I was surprised how bad their version of Ghost actually was. But you should watch the UK one. Really, really good.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll put it on my to-do list for Halloween. sponsor us. Yes. Excellent for Halloween. So
0: are you ready I, to do some more spooky season stuff? I'm ready.
1: And I hear this time you have some pronunciations for us for some, you know I I have <laughs> attempted more so than last time. <laughs> Why do you do
0: this to yourself? And it's funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Cause I'm an idiot. <laughs> So today I'm going to tell you a few homegrown creepy mm-hmm. things, because like, you know, I like to keep us in Australia, Excellent. but also a few from overseas. So every culture has its stories and whether or not they're true or have basis in truth is a- another thing. But uh, first up, we're going to start on a story that comes from Japan. Um, I don't know about you, but I think Japanese ghost stories are always the best. They are so well told, they are super creepy, I just love them. <laughs> So I I got a little bit into my,
1: my Japanese scary stories. Excellent. Buckle in, sisters. And non-sisters. The others, so, the brothers. Yeah. Those, the guys. Yeah.
0: yeah, them. Yeah, them, they, are. <laughs> so asked. all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, them, they. Yeah. So today I'm going to tell you about the Inumaka village.
1: <gasps> Look at her. She's Sorry, cheering. the way she that said I like. pronounced it. We think so sure. much.
0: <laughs> now the big question is, does this vi- does this village really exist? Does it? Here we go. So the story goes that somewhere deep in the Inumaka countryside of Kushou, Fu Kush Fuka no Fuchuka <laughs> province, there is the Enimaka Key Tunnel and if you enter this tunnel and you follow it to the end you Mm -hmm. will reach a village but the problem is that if you enter the village you're then doomed to a violent death is that like from (laughs) I can't say it sounds like a great (laughs) place village (laughs) from yeah I guess it is a bit I love that show I've binge watched that so good they also say that there's some sort of official sign out the front of the tunnel that says the Japanese constitution is not in effect past Ooh. here. Meaning that all who enter are on their own. Yeah. Good luck. And buddy. they have to face the real or supernatural horrors that await. <laughs> so yeah, basically that's a, you're screwed buddy. <laughs> so one of the legends also says that the village was inhabited by the Inuma clan a clan created by violent fugitives this clan was apparently practicing cannibalism and also a whole bunch of incest (gasps) so i'm sure they were just super fun to hang out with yeah yeah super fun yeah Mm -hmm. they kept themselves secluded and said that they declared themselves free from japanese law which means the sign outside the village um, and anyone brave or silly enough to enter the village would be would be hunted or killed. Or eaten. Or, or eaten yeah. or, yeah. you know, their cousin would set on them. I don't know. Mm.
1: Mm. Nice.
0: Now, incest and all the craziness in this village was apparently the end of this place when one
1: man lost his mind and killed everyone in <gasps> there with an axe. Fantastic. Not like a samurai sword, an axe. An axe, Yeah.
0: Okay. You know, if people right. Um, right. are of the persuasion that they prefer to date their relatives, it's fair to say that they may have some cognitive impairments. Just a few. Yes. Just a few. Mm. A royal family. What? <laughs> Another version said <laughs> it was a leper colony or perhaps inhabited by people who had a in highly infectious disease. Like syphilis. My, syphilis. Syphilis. Sokolos. Sofos, that's a great word. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tunnel mm-hmm. was sealed shut and it kept them from leaving and infecting everyone outside. But eventually everyone died and the village has remained abandoned ever since. Died by axe. Well, who knows? <laughs> so this story actually has some pretty dark roots, unsurprisingly. There actually was a crime committed in this tunnel on the evening of December the 7th, 1988. Yumi Oma, Kuchi was heading home from work when he stopped at a red light near the tunnel. At this moment, a group of teenagers aged between 16 and 19, they approached his car and they demanded that he step out of the vehicle, claiming they needed it to meet some girls and they made some veiled threats to him. But he firmly refused their demands, which triggered a pretty violent confrontation. The young guys forcibly pulled him from his car, And they subjected him to, like, a brutal assault. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now, his only chance to escape came when they momentarily let down their guard and he ran. He attempted to make his way home, but passing vehicles on the road refused to halt and allow him to cross. And unfortunately, the group caught up to him once again. And then they attempted to throw him over the Kandara port's edge but he desperately clung onto this fence and he got the crap beaten out of him again while he was holding onto this fence. Excellent human beings. Yeah, that's it. Winners. Mm -hmm. So one of the boys suggested that they stop hurting him because they were really worried they might unintentionally kill him, which I think is probably the voice of reason in this pack.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: However, the leader of the... the, call them a pack because i feel at this point it's a pack crime yep um he was adamant about covering up their crime and reminded the whole group that they would all be implicated if it was discovered and he pressured them to go further and and kill him as you do yeah but this this guy he's he's tough so he was really resilient um they forced him into the trunk of his own car and they continued to assault him And this time they actually used tools that they found inside the car. So like the tire iron and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. He wasn't yet dead though. They debated disposing of his body in a nearby dam but feared it might resurface. (laughs) So they decided the best way to get rid of him was to set him on fire. Oh, great. Yep. As you do. As you do. Mm. So they took him to the tunnel. They poured gasoline all over him and they
1: ignited it. Alive at this point? Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: He could be heard screaming because he was burning alive. And while it it was happening in the tunnel, it scared the crap out of his attackers. And they kind of were like jumping back. So he actually managed to break free and he sprinted into the nearby forest on fire Wow. His kids pursued him and they were calling out and they're pleading with him and promising not to hurt him anymore because, you know, suddenly they give a crap and they want to take him to the hospital. Sure. Mm -hmm. sure he's definitely going to believe that. But um, for some reason he actually did (sighs) and he emerged from where he was hiding. However, this time, because he'd obviously managed to put himself out, this (laughs) time they bound his hands and feet and they gagged him and they beat him to So his blood was staining, like, the guardrails for several metres. And they thought they'd killed him, but they hadn't. Oh, my God. He was still alive. Wow. So once again, they doused him with that petrol again, and they set him alight again. Wow. The remains of his charred clothing were later discovered on the same guardrail, and the pain would have been unimaginable. Mm -hmm. But... He managed to get away again. Oh, my God. This time he ran in deeper into the tunnel and that's when he ultimately collapsed and he succumbed to his injuries. Honestly, by that point, I think it would have been a blessing. Oh, wow. Now, those kids stayed in the vicinity for some time to make sure that he'd actually died because, let's face it, he was a tough mofo. Absolutely. And then they returned home and were actually heard bragging about their act in a bar. And that allowed his body to be found the following day. Right. So that is why they think that the the tunnel is haunted. They think he haunts it mm-hmm. to this day.
1: Well, can hear his I screams. hope he haunted those teenagers for ever mm-hmm. and ever and ever. What? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Now, I can't do an episode about creepy folklore without the australian bun yep (laughs) (laughs) because frankly you know it's just one of those important ones that we have to talk about
1: (laughs) okay all right here we go that is probably not the thing that i thought you were going to say but no look we're here no i'm just i'm taking you from a heavy one to a light one to another heavy one okay good Yeah.
0: The Bunyip is an Aboriginal story from the Dreamtime. It speaks about a monster that lurks in the swamps and lagoons of the inner parts of Australia. So the Bunyip was described as an amphibian with a round head and elongated neck and a large body, which was shaped like a manatee, which I'm just impressed got that far inland. Yeah. Other descriptions said it just looked human, which to me just sounds better. Mm
1: -hmm. Anyway. And we would say dugong instead of a manatee. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Australian. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they they said
0: manatee. I went with it. It was on, on a okay, Dreamtime page, so I figured I'll just use Manatee, dugong, dugong, manatee, yeah, same, same. Same, same. Um, now, according mm. to the, and I am so sorry, people. I'm sure I'll get corrected, but I'm trying. According to the <laughs> Nar- Nagarindigiri people of southeastern Australia, greed created the bunyip, or the mul wonk as they refer to the monster. The story goes, when a man caught more fish than he needed, powerful elders turned him into a half-man, half-fish beast for his greed. Even today, the Najaringjiri people warn that overfishing can provoke a bunyip attack. Now that was reported by ABC Science, so it's a good place to start with things, just saying, yes. with regard to the manatee and dugong thing. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Mark Matri, who's part of the Ramadjiri and War- Waraki clans <laughs> trying um, within their nation, told the ABC that the Bunyip story has been told to us forever, teaching us to preserve the environment so that the Bunyip stays healthy. Another version says it hunts women and children so it could eat them.
1: Oh. <laughs> I really like the, the overfishing story way better. That's got way you sure? more, you know, environmentally friendly kind of things. I know. Why, it was like why a nice little lesson. Well, yeah. keep
0: tasty, hungry, okay, snacky, fine. ran out of that really mm-hmm. nice cheese popcorn. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also some records about the bunyip being more like an evil spirit. And mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of consensus about how it looked or what it did. But either way, I'm sure it's a pretty scary story for the kids out there, um, you know, when you're growing rich. up around Don't a Don't be greedy, peeps. <laughs> Don't mm. be greedy. Bunyip will get you. Or it'll yep. just get hungry and eat your mother and children. It's fine. <laughs> no disrespect intended. <laughs> and once again, I sincerely do not know how to say the name, so I'm very sorry. I have no talent for languages. <laughs> it's it's my failing mm-hmm. now Fair <laughs> i have one more for you please continue this is another one from japan because you know japan it's awesome japan it's awesome now this one is actually my favorite so far this is like the best so <laughs> back in night i'm getting i'm getting all into my my comfy position to tell it's you getting comfy yeah now back <laughs> come once upon a time no Back in 1918 in Hokkaido, a guy called Eric Chi Suzuki got a traditional Japanese bob, like Bob haircut style doll for his little sister, Kyuko. She was only two years old and she loved this doll. She spent every moment of her day and night with her, playing, sleeping, everything. But sadly, she got really sick with yellow fever and with her doll held really firmly in her tiny little hands, she passed away. Oh. And this was about a year after she received the doll. Right. So that doll was her whole world. (laughs) Now, for some reason, the family weren't allowed to bury the little girl with her doll. So instead, they put the doll on a shrine in their house, which was the practice to commemorate the dead. And the family decided to keep the doll in memory of her and gave it a name called okiku now here's where things get strange chucky so over time (laughs) you know i hate dolls right yeah like yeah yeah, that is yeah i do i this is why i like the story because i hate dolls (laughs) now so things got a bit strange over time they noticed something bizarre was happening with the doll Mm -hmm. they actually kept the doll for a really long time but its hair was growing longer like real human hair oh And the family believed that Okiki was somehow holding the spirit of their departed daughter. And because of this, they took really good care of the doll. And they eventually had to move away and they couldn't take the doll with them. So they handed it over to the Mananji Temple. Today, you can actually visit her in the temple. Oh wow. I uh, you are banned from taking photos of it supposedly, but I'm pretty sure people have been because there are actually photos of her online. Okay. And we'll post those on <laughs> on our on our feed, social media feeds. Now, this is the weirdest bit. So despite the temple priest occasionally trimming its hair, the doll's hair kept growing and eventually has now reached past its knees. <laughs> yeah. So obviously this got a lot of interest from people and they actually sent away a sample of the hair to be tested and the results confirmed it is a human's hair. Oh. They say child's, but I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I don't know how you would tell, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. <laughs> now people have also claimed that this doll has got something even creepier going on. And some say they've had nightmares about it and others claim that the doll's mouth is slowly opening and in the doll's mouth they can see baby teeth coming through.
1: Oh,
0: yuck. I don't like dolls. I hate dolls so much. I used to bury Barbies because I was like, nope, they're creepy. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, <laughs> Do not nope, nope, nope,
1: nope. Give me a stuffed nope. dog
0: any day. So that is the creepy story of a beautiful little two-year-old girl and her favourite doll. Oh, who is growing hair and teeth.
1: Mm, mm. I really kind of want to go see the doll though. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. So a little bit off topic from the white ghosts, but I
0: just, I couldn't resist. It was so creepy.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm. I've got one actually, when I was doing some of my, uh, research because I'm fascinated by this why why so many ghosts are appearing in white you know like particularly your nursery nurses with their um you know Mm. very traditional outfits blah 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 we like to be fashionable yeah I know but they're all in white and and that's just fascinating and I get the whole brides you know because they're in white anyway and that's why we wore pink because you know we want to see if when we come back we can wear pink but anyway carrying on (laughs) the they're in um the 1300s the ghosts started yeah. to be depicted as wearing sheets like Casper the ghost kind of style and okay. that's how you know they they were um depicted in in lots of books and people talked about them these apparitions you know wearing these uh, wearing these um shrouds which were sheets and it's because most oh. bodies were wrapped in a death shroud so you wrap them up that in That makes sheets. so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um but through the ages there's been some um cheeky people that would wear uh sheets over their over themselves um <laughs> in the um <laughs> there was a bunch of thieves that started wearing sheets over the top of them and pretending they were ghosts so that they could like break in and oh into God. people's houses and stuff is people isn't it great a magical time to be alive isn't it it's so good <laughs> because they could like hide under the sheets and you know anyway so oh they could God, just break ridiculous. into all of these places I love so. it. Oh my God. <laughs> the 1800s of it all they hid their true appearance, of course, but they'd scare people out and then they could take their stuff. It was fantastic. Oh, my God. If a man
0: tried to break into your house in a ghost outfit that was literally a sheet with two holes cut in it, I don't think I'd be scared. I think I'd be laughing too hard to stop them, though.
1: Yes, but, you know, there were different times then, right? So hmm. <laughs> anyway. what you're
0: sick. Do cocaine
1: about it yeah that's right that's right coca-cola there are
0: clearly ghosts in your blood <laughs> that's right there is ghosts just
1: along that theme in um 1804 in london a bricklayer named thomas millwood yeah. was mistaken for a malevolent ghost and was shot and killed by a <laughs> man named francis smith Smith had seen Millwood's pristine white work uniform, complete with white apron, and assumed he was a ghost. Oh, my God. Local residents and a night watchman had recently reported being terrorised by some spirits that looked, (laughs) you know, were covering in white, so everyone was all on it. What was his job? Like, (laughs) what was his uniform for? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Um, Was he, like, a baker? So I don't know if he was a butcher or something or a baker. (laughs) Anyway, it was pristine. And... At Smith's subsequent murder trial, Millwood's wife had said that uh, her husband had been mistaken as a ghost by three other people what? and she'd begged him to start wearing an overcoat oh. so that he didn't, you know, people didn't think he was a scary so ghost. So that no one would shoot him white because white. he was
0: dressed as a ghost. Yes, and
1: no one would shoot him. What? I know. Oh my God. <laughs> but he w- wouldn't listen to his wife. So I can imagine she's there going, I told you. Yep. yep. <laughs> While he haunts her in
0: her best bedsheet. I'd just be pissed. About 100%. That.
1: that is ridiculous. I know. But Smith was found guilty of murder and sentenced to one year of hard labour. Damn it. We're hoping you got away with it because then there's case law. No, absolutely. But, the, you know, the ghost haunting that kind of led up to the murder of um, our poor Mr Baker or Butcher or whatever he was. Yeah. Um, it was actually um, the ghost haunting was later exposed to be a local man exercising some personal revenge. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he was running around in a sheet scaring oh, people. And Why? Just because he was grumpy. People oh. were getting even. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how you get even? Put but there it. was mm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And every time I think as as the human
0: race hasn't come that far, we actually kind of have a little bit. I mean, our revenge has gotten
1: better. (laughs) Yeah, way better, way better. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. No, I like that. That's an excellent one. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I'm wondering whether he is now running around, you know, wearing wearing a, a ghost sheet, you know, or he would genuinely appear in white because that's what he died in. And do you reckon Poor he's dumb. arguing with the other
0: ghosts? Like, for fuck's sake, it was just my uniform. Yeah. Like, it was my uniform. That's right. I wasn't <laughs> trying to get shot. I wasn't trying to scare the neighbourhood
1: yeah. or steal their I stuff. I would have so
0: much indignation over that. Yeah. Oh, God. absolutely the audacity just the wanted audacity. to go and bake
1: something or yeah cut up some poor innocent animal one or the other it'd be baker right like wearing all white and because he, he had an apron so I'm um, well he hadn't a- well because butchers wear aprons I as know, well but back in the day didn't they aud- but they were striped oh, might have been striped yeah i'm going with baker mm. yeah because it was a okay. pristine uniform. so whereas a butcher would have like yeah know, blood and gore stains stripes yeah and stripes maybe yeah maybe he was a doctor i don't think so because
0: mm. he got shot for being dressed as a ghost so i assume he was making the mandatory ooh, noises
1: or, or he had like a sore leg or something and he was going ooh ooh as he walked no okay we're getting ridiculous we are yeah so <laughs> i think it is that time of day i think so
0: <laughs> thanks for joining us again darklings <laughs> Sorry for our silliness. It's been a week. It's been Uh, a week. (laughs) Yeah. But um, we'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much to all our new followers and supporters. It is awesome to see you guys touch base with us. Tell us what you'd like to hear about. And we've got some more bridey stuff coming up because I've got a really good one for you
1: coming Mm. up in the next episode. Yes. And I've got some lab-based things coming also she's Mm. very excited about this she's been writing very excited
0: a really long time so yeah yeah, it's gonna be a good one yeah anyway yeah until next time darklings (laughs) bye bye bye